Red with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences. I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself, talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag HeadWithJB. That's H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B. And follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. Episode number six, it's okay to be selfish. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's your badass friend in your head, Jay Blessed, mommy, friend, bestie, social media, like, like, bestie. Like, I, I got so much social media besties I ain't never met in my life. <laughs> Listen, no one supports you better than a social media friend you ain't never met. Trust me. So shout out to all my loving ones, all my fam on social media who has shown me so much love and I've never met you. More love than people I have in my own God. You see, listen, this is why you have to separate yourself from toxic people. Didn't we just talk about that in the last episode? <laughs> I only want people around me that mean me well and, and want me to do well and that I could reciprocate that and show them good love and good energy. So thank you to everyone that's been using the hashtag H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B, head with J Bloods, because you know I'll give good head. Yeah. yeah, so thank you for everyone that's been using the hashtag, <laughs> getting in on the conversations. Thank you for everyone that's been hitting me up on Twitter at J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D and on Instagram, real J-Bless. Remember, J-Bless is two words, J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D. Instagram is R-E-A-L-J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D. And make sure to become a fan of my Facebook page. All of my social media links are on jbless.com. So visit today your... Yo, your source for, you know, a human experience from a Caribbean perspective. Log on to jvlust.com. That's what I do. Um, yeah, so we're back. And it's, and it's okay to be selfish. I think um, coming off the last episode on separating yourself from toxic people, I think oftentimes we feel indebted to people who've been good to us at one particular time, who since transformed or morphed into not being good to us. And so we hold on to the idea of who they were and now who they presently are. And they're like, well, I know they're a good person, but you know, some things trigger different changes in people. And so there comes a time 
whether it be situationship, whether it be permanently, whether it be temporarily, that you have to be, I'm not dealing with this, I gotta take care of myself. Let me tell you, I have the ministry of no. <laughs> Let me tell you what the ministry of no is. I have the gifting of no. I am anointed to say no. Can I no? Jay, can you no? No, no, no. Because sometimes people ask and ask and ask and ask and take and take and take until they leave you depleted, but they never pour back into you. Can you identify some people like that around you who always ask, who always want, who always need a favor, but every time you reach out to them, they're never around? Listen, that's when you know you need to be selfish and be like, listen, I got to put this boundary up. Um, I've been overextending myself to you so much at the expense of myself that it's not healthy for me. I, I love you as a friend. I love you as a family member. I love you as a coworker. But I think you're abusing this shit right now. And so um, because I love myself more than I love you, <laughs> I love you, but I had to love me more. Um, I can't do this or I won't allow this, or you can't do this to me again, or I won't accept this, or don't ever disrespect me like this. Like, you have to be steadfast in how you treat yourself and what you accept, because that's how you train people to treat you. And it is okay to be selfish. The plane is going down. The stewardess always tells you, if the plane is going down, you're with a child, put the face mask on, your face first, before you pass it on to the child, right? How can you help the child if you're not physically capable of, of helping the child? How can I help you if I'm always depleted? How can I be my best self if I'm not feeling my best self, but you always want me to be my best self? In my People are multidimensional. You can be healthy selfish. There's people who are just totally all consumed with themselves, narcissistic. It's all about me, all about what I want, all about what I can get. But there are those people who are so selfless that, that they need to learn how to be a little selfish. They need to learn how to reel back. They need to know how to pour into themselves first, right? And so, I'm encouraging you today, practice no. It is okay to say no. Hey, can you do this project? No. I would love to, but I don't have the time. Hey, is it possible you could pick up the I have made a commitment. I would really love to, but I can't. And for the grandmothers who constantly have their, their, their children bringing their babies over, listen, grannies have, they want to go on a party too, you know? Listen, Grandma, you better tell them, no, I can't watch your child go higher, babysitter. It's okay to be selfish. It's okay to do something for yourself, because sometimes we're often always doing for other people that you leave yourself undone. I want you to practice healthy selfishness. Healthy selfishness. It's not being narcissistic. It's knowing where to put a boundary on your selflessness. Right? And and saying no sometimes, and being steadfast with it, and, and having full conviction that you're doing the right thing and not feeling guilt. Don't let nobody guilt trip you when you say no. Can I borrow $1,000, but you know the last time they borrowed five, they ain't pay you back yet. 
uh, no. That's a big no. That's a big no with about five exclamation points. Hell no. <laughs> Listen, you got to protect yourself. At the end of the day, no one can love you. No one can respect you. No one can protect you. No one can take care of you better than yourself. And you teach people how to treat you by the way you take care of yourself. Stop overextending yourself to other people at the expense of self. Take care of yourself. It is okay to be selfish. In my head. I know it's really hard for a lot of people who are so used to being selfless and doing for everyone else to try to be selfish in a healthy way. And I'm still here trying to just let you know that it, I believe it's really necessary to be selfish in order for you to be able to give back to others. We must take care of ourselves first. We must love ourselves first. We must nurture ourselves first before we can even share that experience with others. I read an article that stated developing compassion, esteem, love, care, worth, management, and respect for yourself can help you accomplish this. There are some folks who dedicate their lives and energy and days to their churches no, for real, I know some mothers who spend seven days in the church, sweeping the church, church meeting, prayer night, revival night, every kind of night, plus the church every Sunday, every Friday, every Tuesday. They're even feeding in the church. And there is nothing wrong with dedicating yourself to a purpose or a cause. But when you find that you are exerting so much energy into one thing, like I'm using this as an example, there are a lot of women who just totally involve themselves in their church or their ministry, but they leave themselves undone. They leave their children undone. They leave their homes undone. They even leave their marriages undone and pour themselves solely into church. I think that's when it becomes kind of cultish when you don't know how to find a balance. And, and don't tell me you're doing it for God. Doing it for God will be to take care of yourself first. You, you are the God body. <laughs> doing it for God will be to take care of home first. Why? Because charity begins at home. So how can you take care of the church when you can't even take care of yourself? I recently came across an article by VantagePointRecovery.com, and they specialize in behavioral health and trauma healing, and they published this dope blog post on seven reasons why being selfish is a good thing. And I wanted to share this with you because I think it's necessary, not that I'm just talking with you, freestyling with you, but that I'm giving you tools and giving you absolute reasons as to why it's healthy to take care of yourself first. So in their seven reasons why being selfish is a good thing, number one, self-compassion. Developing and redefining your compassion skills so you can fully relate to others is a great reason to be selfish. Compassion is a feeling you get when you want to help someone who is suffering. You see the person standing on the side of the road holding a sign asking for help. You automatically think if you had a bunch of money, you would help them out. Guess what? You're suffering too. Your inner self is holding up a huge sign that says, help me, help needed, I'm tired, I'm depressed, I'm hungry, I'm emotionally drained. It's important that you pay attention to your own signs. If you ignore those inner signs when you first start hearing them, 
they will become louder and present themselves in a negative way like through panic attacks or even physically through ulcers. All right, number two, self-esteem. You are at work. You have a great idea that you know will save the company big dollars. You have your chance to offer your idea at the monthly meeting. You don't do it. At the last minute, your inner thoughts turned against you and you believed every negative thing they told you. Your self-esteem was low. Improving your self-esteem is another big reason you should be selfish. Self-esteem means having confidence in your abilities. This will lead to feeling like you are worthy of a happy life. No matter how many people tell you that you won't become successful or put you down in some other way, you can still have a high self-esteem. It comes from within you. You can train yourself to ignore the negatives. Don't get this confused with cockiness, which has a strong element of arrogance and entitlement associated with it. Most arrogant people don't have that much self-esteem, believe it or not. But they do. They hide their insecurities behind their cockiness. Having a good level of self-esteem allows you to take more risks, be more ambitious, and cope with loss or rejection. People with high self-esteem are generally happier. Number three, self-love. Now, this doesn't mean you fall in love with yourself and marry yourself or anything like that. That's just weird. <laughs> self-love is caring enough about yourself to want to take care of all of your needs. If you don't have self-love, nothing else would matter when you're trying to be selfish in a good way. It means you know you are valuable and you recognize that if you were not here, other people would be affected in some way. Having self-love can almost seem spiritual and deepen your spiritual relationships. Start loving yourself by first stopping all negative thinkings. Anytime a negative thought enters your mind, be aware and make a conscious choice to change it into a positive thought. Praise yourself, support yourself, forgive yourself, talk to yourself. <laughs> These are all great ways to show love to yourself. And finally, have fun. Your life is meant to be enjoyed. This is all part of self-love. Number four, self-care. Self-care is shown through things you do to keep yourself healthy by making improvements and maintaining a good balance. You are nurturing yourself so that you feel well or being able to rebound quickly when you don't feel well. It is here you give yourself proper tools to enhance your overall self both inside and out. Hygiene is a great start. Okay, your personal hygiene not only shows you how much you care about yourself, but also how you care about other people, because I don't want to be on the train and sniffing you. Okay, like show me how much you care about yourself by combing your hair and taking a shower two times a day. <laughs> if you only bathe twice a week, you may have an odor, duh, on the days you don't bathe. People who have to sit next to you <laughs> might not appreciate that natural aroma. You know, it shows them that you don't even care about yourself to even do the basics of cleaning your own body. So good hygiene is just one way you can nurture yourself. There are many other ways to nurture yourself, like journaling, getting a massage. I talk about that a lot, like massages are part of my mental health regimen, reading self-improvement materials, attending counseling, seeing a therapist, taking a yoga class, taking a dancing class, picking up a new hobby, hanging out with friends, um, taking a bubble bath. 
As you can imagine, there are hundreds of great ideas on how you can take care of yourself. You have to figure out which activities make you feel the best about yourself. Take a yoga class, or maybe it's your mani-pedi, or maybe it's getting your hair done often, or take an advanced class or something, or go for a hike. I'm the type of person I'm, I love the outdoors. That makes me feel connected to the world, having my toes in the sand or feet in the soil or being near the waterfront. Pick an activity that you really enjoy, that you choose, not your friends or your family, that make you feel good. Number five, self-worth. Another good reason to be selfish is to gain self-worth. You are not putting a price on yourself, but a life value. Your life is priceless, and you need to feel that. Self-worth tells you how you feel about you, not about what things you have done. It has to do with the value you place on yourself and whether or not you feel you deserve good things. If you feel you are bad and deserve bad things, then you have low self-esteem, and actually you will attract bad things to you. If you base your worth on what you do rather than who you are, then you will be in for a very long ride filled with stress and anxiety. This is where the Joneses family comes to visit. You know, the ones you are always trying to keep up with, mm -hmm, who really don't have any worth themselves. Yeah, those Joneses, you're trying to keep up with the Joneses and you don't even know what's going on in their home, right? Mm -hmm. Get a higher self-worth so you can enjoy the life you have, not the life you think you need. Self-worth is closely connected with thoughts, so the goal you should have would be to replace the negative thoughts about yourself with positive ones. Number six, self-management. Being dependent on others is necessary in some rare cases. However, being dependent on others when you are perfectly capable of taking care of your goddamn self and your own goddamn needs is just wrong. The feeling self-management can give you is priceless. Self-management means you take care of all of your health needs first. This doesn't mean you quit going to the doctor and stop taking your medicines. It doesn't mean that if you need a ride to the doctor, you obtain that ride yourself instead of asking a friend to do it for you. It means making sure you take all of your medications as prescribed. As a good manager, you work with others who can help you. You don't depend on them for all of their health needs. Managing yourself gives you a sense of responsibility because you are holding yourself accountable. This gives you pride and a feeling of reward, both of which are healthy for you. And number seven, self-respect. Maybe you've heard the phrase, you teach people how to treat you. Dr. Phil is famous for saying this. It basically means if you don't respect yourself, then no one else will. Don't get mad at your brother for calling you a slob if that is how you present yourself and your surroundings. Don't be mad at your mother for telling you how lazy it is. If that's all you do, <laughs> you don't do nothing. <laughs> you just lay around the house waiting for things to happen. An example would be like food stains on your clothes, not brushing your hair, not brushing your teeth, not cleaning the house, not making up your bed, all of that. Now, if you're one of those who takes great care of yourself and your surroundings, then there's no way anyone could call you lazy or a slob or nasty right? Self-respect revolves around how you feel about the choices you make. When you make the right choices, you feel proud of yourself. Piling up a bunch of right decisions in your corner can increase the amount of respect you have for yourself. Self-respect means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but mainly you are honest with yourself 
You have good manners, you're responsible in areas of work and money, have positive goals for your life, choose positive friendships, and are able to say you are sorry when you messed up. Want to know how to get more selfish? Go visit VantagePointRecovery.com and utilize the wealth of information that they have on their website. I will have a link in the bio of this episode. In my head. It's okay to be selfish, damn it. I'm having fun doing this shit. I'm having fun coming on and playing in your ear and talking all soft and sultry and sexy and then yelling at you. Get your shit together. (laughs) Listen, I love it, and I love you guys. Let me tell you what's playing in my head. It's a bit of a change. It's a bit of a change because it's the mood I'm in these days. Yo, shout out to Estelle and her 2018 reggae album, Lovers Rock. I love Love Like Ours with Estelle featuring Taurus Riley. It's one of my favorite tracks. It takes me down nostalgic path. I love that track. If you have not heard Estelle's um, reggae album, check it out. It's called Lovers Rock. It's off VP Records. Yo, I'm loving that entire album. So cool. So dope. Um... And in the meantime, how about you hit me up with the hashtag HeadWithJB and let me know how you plan on taking back some of your time for yourself. Let me know how you plan on on taking care of yourself and being a bit selfish. Let me know how you plan on using the word no (laughs) to the abusers. Don't forget to use the hashtag HeadWithJB. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, download it, share it. All the information is in the summary, so read it. You got links, click on it. Make sure you follow me. And don't forget to check out jbless.com, a human experience from a Caribbean perspective. It's my official website. Everything, all things jbless, all things Caribbean is right there. Check that out. It has been a pleasure sharing my thoughts with you yet again. Yo, episode number six. Goddamn, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Shout out to G, my sound engineer.